My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It is Britt here today with an amazing guest coming on, Lisa Ann. She's a digital marketing strategist, the creator of Spotlight Theory. Um, she's also a top digital marketing expert and ad expert, and also the owner of Stock Media Incorporated. She is the host of More Than Social Podcast with Lisa Ann. And welcome to the show, Lisa. I know I kept my part really brief there. It might have got a little tongue-tied. I apologize. But you know what? Here's the time where you can fill in the gaps and really tell us a bit about the journey along the way and how you got to where you are from corporate to where you are today, because I think that's huge and very relatable. Welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So like you said, yes, I'm a Facebook and Instagram paid ad expert, but I did not start there. Going back eight years ago now, when I was 23, I decided to quit my corporate job to travel the world. That was my ultimate goal. I wanted to build a business 100% from Wi-Fi. Did I think it was possible? Absolutely not. Is it possible? Absolutely. Eight years later, I'm still here today. But along my journey, I dove into quite a few things online, which I feel like has given me a unique outlook on the online world. I actually started out with affiliate marketing and I find a lot of people who know affiliate marketing, they typically start out with low products sales or low product um, commissions, but I went opposite. I decided to start off with affiliate marketing for high ticket items. And so for those of you who don't know what affiliate marketing is, typically you're selling someone else's product for straight commission. So being new to the online world, thinking it was all a scam. Did I want to create my own business, my own service, my own product? No, not necessarily. I just wanted to see if it was even possible, see if this hype was a real thing. So I thought the best way would be to utilize someone else's products and earn commissions. So I did that for about two years really successfully. But during that two years, I learned Facebook and Instagram advertising more so at that time was more dominant with Facebook. But I learned how to advertise, except really just how do I put that person's product in front of the people who I wanted to purchase it. But on top of that, if if you know Facebook and Instagram advertising, no, it's not a matter of just clicking a button and things just happen overnight. So I really dove into everything from learning email marketing, learning sales funnels, learning the entire customer journey that I could develop in the online space to be able to successfully and autom automatically generate leads and generate sales online. And while I was learning that process, I, I started getting clients. I started getting people saying, Hey, how are you getting the results that you're getting? How are you doing this? How are you doing that? And I was like, you know what? I'm doing Facebook and Instagram advertising. I'm doing sales funnels. I'm doing email marketing. They're like, okay, can I hire you? So I started running an agency and I started helping other affiliate marketers generate leads and sales online. And that space kind of drew me into the network marketing space. So MLM and MLM is similar to affiliate marketing. You're selling other people's products for commission, but you're doing it in a team-based style. The difference between affiliate marketing and network marketing that I found from an agency owner perspective is that network marketers expected to place an ad and be rich overnight. 
like I said, it does not work like that. So I pretty quickly, I took a big switch and I started focusing more on small businesses, entrepreneurs, coaching consultants, um, people have online courses and really helping the entrepreneur space generate those leads and sales online. So really fast forward those eight years. Um, my husband is actually now working with me full time and it's been four years now. So he quit his job and is now working 100% online. We have a team of seven and we help entrepreneurs to generate leads and sales online through paid advertising, sales funnels, email marketing, and automation techniques. And yes, we still get to travel, but we're a little bit more put in place now, I'd say. Love this. Lisa, tell us, let's talk about organic leads versus paid ads. Let's talk about that. Cause I know that's a big thing that I, you know, some of my listeners might be just doing organic lead generation and some might be doing the paid ad. Let's talk about yeah, it a bit. Absolutely. So both are needed. Let's start with that. Going back eight years ago, when I first started, I did not pay attention to what I was posting on social media. I did not care about the algorithms or anything like that. I solely started with paid advertising. Most people start backwards. They start organic, slowly build up an audience and then jump into paid advertising. I say that they're both important now because of how powerful social media really is. When you start using organic marketing and paid marketing together, that's when you can truly soar. So organic marketing, if you don't know what I'm talking about, organic means free. So what you're posting on social media, you can do blog posts, you can post videos on YouTube, you can be posting on social media, your reels, whether it's on LinkedIn, just essentially anything that you can post for free in the online world, do it. There's a lot more tips that other people can give you who are professional organic marketers, but essentially from that standpoint, it's being consistent as much as possible. This is what I do. It's being really clear on who you're talking to so that you're having that conversation and you can start to build that relationship and then you're going to slowly transition them into that lead. So whether that's you posting a post on Instagram saying, um, Hey, if you want my services, DM me, or I have this freebie or a guide. If you want it, click the link that's in my bio, that type of situation. Whereas paid advertising, this is where you're essentially paying to play. You are saying, hey, Facebook, hey, Instagram, take this post that I have put together and put it in front of whoever you want to target. Because of how we behave on social media is so clear to the back end of the social media platforms, the power of it is that we can say, hey, Facebook, hey, Instagram, put this post in front of someone who is actually going to fill out a form or who is actually going to make a purchase. And based on how we behave as users, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they know how you actually use the platforms. They know if you just watch videos all day long or if you're someone that clicks every single link, fills out every single form or purchases every single thing that's put in front of you. So based on that, we can leverage the behaviors of people through paid advertising and say, avoid all the people that are just gonna watch my video and put it in front of the people who are actually going to take the action that I want them to take. Like I said before though, both of them work together. You can start with one or the other and then eventually long-term goal should be to, how do you get the organic to really boost your paid? 100%. And I honestly, doing them to bed together is going to be very scalable, to be very, honest. Very, very scalable. Yeah. You know, and it's after, like, go ahead. You're saying, like, so with organic, you're more so talking to that warm audience. You're talking to the people that already follow you to a certain extent. Yes, it's going to be a slow growth 
if you're going to be reaching cold audiences, but from a paid perspective, you can really focus on growing that bubble of people and putting yourself in front of new people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, Ann, for going ahead and diving in deep with that. Now, let's talk about more than social podcasts. Let's talk about the intentions behind it and where it's at today. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So I have a podcast called the More Than Social Podcast. We talk all about digital marketing on there. I honestly never thought I would start a podcast. That was never something that was kind of in my foresight. It was just one of those things. So I started it almost two years ago now, which is crazy to say, but it was one of those things that I got to a level in my business that I was like, you know what? I'm posting on social media all the time. I'm building my email list. I have an audience of people, but I kind of felt like stuck in a way. Like, yes, all those help, but I felt like I needed something else within my business. So it was probably 2019 when I started like really thinking about it. I was like, do I want to do this? Should I do it? I don't know. But so I started it and, and actually how I started it, I, like I said, I was just kind of thinking about it. I met a podcast producer and I was like, all right, this is kind of meant to be. I met her, everything's kind of aligning. So let's just roll with it and see what happens. But it has honestly been one of the funnest experiences of my life. It really has allowed me to open up to my audience differently than what I do on social media. And we all know that to come off as an expert, you need to be able to show up differently than just posting about your life on social media. So that's teaching people stuff. It's doing a podcast like we're doing right now, where we're inspiring other people to take an action within their business or develop something new within their business. But I felt like based on the level that I was at within my business, it was that natural next step to boost myself as that authority. And I didn't realize how much confidence that would actually give me as an expert by growing a podcast. People say, post on social media, build your platform. Like, yes, you can show up there, but it really has given me this expert status. As soon as you say you have a podcast, it's like, oh, you're real. You're legit. Like you actually, you're putting in the time and effort to have a podcast and you must know what you're talking about. So maybe not everyone thinks that way and thinks that's kind of how it comes across. But for me, it gave me that next level of confidence to say, yes, I really do know what I talk about, even though internally, yes, I do. I've been doing this for eight years now. I would call myself an OG of social media and paid advertising. Lisa Ann, (laughs) OG. (laughs) It's like 100%. Like with COVID era, era, people now realize how impactful social media advertising is. Pre-COVID, like when I first started my business, people were telling me to get a real job. So it's like they had no idea what I did for a living and anything, but it's it really, really gave me that that ability, the confidence for myself, show up as that authority, yes, but also for my audience, it allows me to give back even more. It allows me to reach them in a different way. It allows me to have a different conversation with them and really teach. And that's what I love to do. I'd love to help other entrepreneurs utilize digital marketing in a way that it's actually going to boost your business, but also give you that time freedom back in your life. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, you know, oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we, we, we wear every hat in the business and it's really hard to (laughs) stay sane by doing that and actually scale. Now let's talk Mm -hmm. about delegation. I mean, I know your husband's working for you. When did you know it was time for you to outsource delegate? Because sometimes you just can't wear every hat in the business if you really want to scale. Now, I just want to hear your thoughts behind that. I mean, you're an expert at what you do now. Let's, let's dive into that. Absolutely. So how I knew it was time was when I was working 24 seven and I was experiencing complete burnout. It was like, I could do all the things I can, my mentality at the point at that time in my life was 
I can do it faster. I can do it right. So I'm just going to do it myself. But if that mentality is what you have with growing a business, you're going to burn out or you're going to be working 24 seven. And I said it before, the reason why I started my business in the first place was to be able to travel. I wanted that freedom. I wanted to be able to do what I wanted to do, but I was so busy. I was actually locking myself inside working 24 seven. I think at that time I was working with 40 plus clients. So like I was nonstop. And so I started with my husband. He started doing the finances for me. So taking care of more of the invoicing, just the little things that I like to do in my business. I'm a big numbers person. That's why I like paid ads, but it was an easy thing for him to just kind of take over for me. Mm -hmm. That kind of snowballed into, Hey, I need help with this. I shoot you a quick video. He learned how to do it. Then it just kind of went from there and he took on more and more responsibilities. But for him, it was right before COVID hit. So he was a golf professional. So the golfing industry went totally different, obviously shut down everything. My business was still going during COVID. And so he just decided, you know what, this is our time to try it. Let's just jump in and see if he can really take it on full, full time. Before that, he was seasonal with me and doing things like at nighttime. Um, but yeah, it was, it came to the point where I was just, I got too busy and I don't necessarily think that's the right option for everyone at a certain point from a scaling aspect, you know, when you need that additional help, whether it's getting a coach because you want to scale or whether it's getting team members because you can't take on the workload or you want to work on other aspects of your business. I think that's a big piece now for me is I have built the team to work on other pieces that allows me to grow my business versus working in my business all the time. Right. We want to be able to, you know, work on the business instead of in it, which is really hard sometimes to let go of when you know how to do everything to, to the T and you know, it's going to get done. Right. I mean, it's so hard to let that control go. Right. But honestly, so, as soon as you do, like <laughs> I, you get that time freedom back and you, you, your business is going to grow. You're going to be able to focus more on it instead mm -hmm. of in it. So it's huge. Now yeah. as a marketing expert and, you know, funnel expert, lead generator, automate. Let's talk about lead generation and automation. Mm -hmm. We can talk about email marketing. I just, can you go ahead and teach us something today? I mean, what you do, you are an expert in that field. And I'd love to share with exactly what you do with my listeners, especially mm -hmm. if there's anyone looking to connect with you and work with you. Absolutely. So I'll use a mortgage agent for an example. Um, just because I work with, I work with a lot of mortgage agents. So typically mortgage agents, doesn't matter if you're in Canada or if you're in the States or wherever, there's a lot of mortgage agents out there. It's a easy industry to get, I wouldn't say it's an easy industry to get into, but it's, it's a very competitive industry. So typically when people think of advertising, they think let's shout to the world, buy me, hire me. I had the best service. I won this award. Uh, I can get you the best rates if I'm talking about mortgage agents. And if every single person is shouting, buy me, buy me, buy me us as the users of social media, as, as just purchasers of things, we get bored of that. We just kind of block it out. So what I like to teach and what I've been doing now for eight years is I teach how to lead with value, build a relationship with people, and then sell. So how I like to do that is with something called a lead magnet. A lead magnet essentially is something that you give away for free in exchange for someone's contact information. And it's a great, great, great way to position yourself as an expert. So something for free could be a checklist. It could be a guide. It could be a template. It could be a webinar or a masterclass. So with mortgage agents, that actually works extremely well. Come do a free webinar. Let's just say first-time homebuyers, just for an example. I have a first-time homebuyer webinar. What you want to do is register for this webinar. 
So what's going to happen is on social media, you're going to be posting organically about it, but plus running paid ads on Facebook and Instagram. You can even do Google if you wanted to, but essentially you have a post talking about, Hey, first time home buyers. I understand the struggle of buying your first home. It's super overwhelming. This is the big, biggest investment in your life. I can go on and on, but essentially you have this post relating to first time home buyers. And then at the end of it, you're going to say, I have a free webinar that teaches you X, Y, Z. If you want to register for it, all you got to do is click the link below, register your spot. There's a limited amount of spots and I'll see you live on whatever date and time. So what's going to happen is they're going to put in their contact information. Actually, let me back up. They're going to click the link inside the post. As soon as they click the link, there's going to be a page that opens up either on their phone or desktop. Now, this page typically looks like a website. However, it's not a website. Websites are super distracting. It's something called a funnel. So a funnel is a mock website that gets someone to do one thing and one thing only. So they click the link inside that post, opens up this mock website, and it says register your spot. They put their name in, their email in, even their phone number if you want to collect that. As soon as they click on submit, what is going to happen is it's automatically going to register for them or register them for the webinar. It also will automatically send them an email saying, hey, you're registered. All of this can happen on automation. You post on social media, you use paid advertising to put it in front of the first time home buyers who are most likely to actually submit the form. They click the link, they fill out their information. It goes into something called an email autoresponder, which is essentially a program that's automatically going to send emails for you. It's going to send that email saying, hey, here's the link to join me live. You also are going to use email marketing to remind them about the upcoming webinar so that they actually show up live. As soon as they show up live, you're going to do your thing. So talk about first time home buyers. And then at the end of it, with this example, mortgage agents, typically they're going to get them to book a call with them. So I do my webinar at the end. I'm saying, hey, if this was informative for you, if you want to know how much you'd be pre-approved for, what I want you to do is click the link in book in a time with me. So this is another piece of automation is your schedule. So many people waste so much time going back and forth, back and forth saying, hey, are you available Tuesday at two? No, I'm not. What about Friday at four? No, I'm not. What about next Wednesday at three? Stop doing that. Send the link. Like you don't have to be rude about it. Just say, hey, to make it easy for you, click this link and you can see my calendar. Choose a date and time that works best for you. So we're at the end of the webinar. We're going to send them the link that they can book in a date and time. Some people are going to book the appointment right off the bat. Some people aren't. So what about all the people who register for the webinar and doesn't actually book a time? This is more where email marketing automation comes into play. So now what happens is you're automatically going to have emails going out to the people that registered saying, hey, thanks so much for joining me last night. Here's what we covered. Just a reminder, I'm offering a free strategy call or whatever we want to call it. Click the link to schedule in your appointment. Now, what about the people who didn't show up live? Exact same situation, but this time you say, hey, I missed you last night. Where were you? Hope everything's okay. I don't want you to miss out on all the awesome information that I shared. Here's the link to the replay. Now, typically what happens with my clients is we actually take the prospects through a 30-day follow-up sequence. Now, it's not 30 days of emails every single day. It's seven to 10 emails that we send out over the 30 days that is designed to position you as an expert, answer questions, share stories, motivate them to actually want to move forward and continuously tell them to book a call. Now, because we've led from the very beginning on social media with value saying, hey, first time home buyers, I understand what you're going through. Here's the pain points. I have something for free for you that is going to help solve a win. 
you are more likely to stand out from the crowd versus me just saying, hey, first time home buyers, I can get you the best rate. I'm the best mortgage agent for you. So it's really leveraging social media to attract the right people. But then the goal is to actually get them off of social media into your email list by using funnels. So again, a funnel is a mock website. Once they're inside your email list, build that relationship, position yourself as an expert, answer those questions, essentially take the conversation that you would have had in person with someone, put it into emails and automate it. This is absolutely incredible. Thank you for really, really taking us step by step as to how it works. Because we hear it all the time. We're like, okay, what's a funnel? What's, you know, what, what what is this automation? Like, honestly, but we don't really see it step-by-step and how it works. So I appreciate Lisa and thank you because I've, we haven't had a chance to ever like really go into detail as to how it works. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Now as an entrepreneur yourself, what would you say are some hyper common, hyper successful traits that, that you see within other successful entrepreneurs. Tell me about that. Is there any common traits that maybe even you use or that you just happen to see that all of the very successful entrepreneurs tend to follow or maybe have a routine to follow that helps make that difference? Yeah, I feel like as an entrepreneur, there's two sides of it. You could be wanting to be an entrepreneur, but you don't have the drive or you can be that person that's super driven and you're working all the time. So I find that you want to have a a good balance. So for me, I am that entrepreneur that's works, works, work. I'm extremely driven. Yes, it's positive, but I also needed to learn how to have boundaries and set a balance. So I did have that work-life balance. But when you have those two different spectrums of entrepreneurship, the people who aren't necessarily as driven, I find they don't hit their goals as fast and that actually tears them down. So The biggest piece of advice and things that I see out there is having that ability to say it's okay. It's okay if I didn't hit my goal that I wanted to hit, but use that as your motivation to keep pushing forward. So just because you didn't hit a goal doesn't mean you need to scrap it. Just because you didn't achieve the success that you wanted to yesterday doesn't mean that you're not going to hit it tomorrow. I find that most people give up right before they have that big breakthrough in their life. And I know that's pretty cliche and a lot of people say that, but I, I truly, truly feel that like, Mm. it's like all the bad things that have happened over the last eight years. It's like, I got married and I lost a really, really big client to me. I'm like, this is the end of the world. Like what is happening? I'm just about to get married. Like obviously right now that happens. As soon as that happens, you live your life, you do your thing. And then all of a sudden you're up again. And the next big thing in my life happened and then I dropped again and then went up. And so it's like, you have to have those ups and downs and not as much as hard as it is. Don't let those downs kick you all the way down. Just realize that it's part of the journey. It's supposed to happen for some reason. You won't know what the reason is until probably years down the road when you're like, ah, that happened for this reason. But it's, it's having the ability to be okay with the ups and downs. But another one actually just topped my mind being adaptable. We saw it all with COVID even. People had to shift so quickly. If you can shift in your business that quickly, that's amazing. Be open to the possibilities. Don't be scattered brain. Like don't jump from idea to idea to idea, but be open. If your path is going one day or one way, then all of a sudden you see something else that can take you that new opportunity. Be okay with it. Don't be like, no, this is only the direction that I can go. It's like, no, just be curious a little bit. And I say that a lot. Be curious and you'll 
you'll find yourself in some, some amazing places. Lisa, you're so correct. And another thing is that like oftentimes when you feel like everything is going wrong, everything's falling apart, like one after another, like your world is a complete disaster. It's usually right. And it's almost breaking point, but like, that's normally right before something amazing happens. So Mm -hmm. just keep pushing, be okay. Be open to all the possibilities it's going to be a roller coaster always. So just honestly, I love how you broke it down for us. It's so true. You know, be adaptable, mm-hmm. adaptable, but also enjoy the ride. Like that's also another cliche thing to say, it. like yeah. you do, you learn from it, but it's like, it has to happen. And the thing with entrepreneurship is there's no ceiling, but also you think that your goal right here is going to be like, ah, I, I made it. I'm, I'm done. But like, yeah. really, like, are you, are you though? that goal? No, you're going to yeah. next goal, next goal, next goal. So it's like, be okay with the journey to get there. It's not all about the end destination. hundred percent. Lisa, I want to give you the time to just let our listeners know, um, you know, what your big focus is next. And if any offers are coming up or any big projects are coming up or um, opportunities, please let them know. And the best way to connect with you, if anyone's looking to reach out. Absolutely. So from an agency standpoint, we actually have a wait list until the end of this summer. Um, if you're looking for our team to do any lead generation for you. However, in 2019, I created the program called the Spotlight Theory. So the Spotlight Theory essentially is teaching you how to generate leads and sales online on automation. So I actually take you through that lead magnet process that I walk you through. How do you run ads? How do you create a lead magnet? How do you create funnels? How do you create emails? The whole shebang. So what I did is I created that program so I could help more entrepreneurs and it's also a lot more affordable. So that is probably the best thing as of right now, unless you do have the time and capacity to wait until fall for our team to do it. But honestly, if you're looking to learn this, I always say, I want to know everything that's going on within my business, even if it's something that I have to learn. So then I know what I want to delegate. So the Spotlight Theory, that is a fantastic program for anyone who wants to learn how do you effectively market your business online? How you can find me is at Lisa Ann Coaching. Ann is with an E, so L-I-S-A-A-N-N-E. Coaching on, honestly, every single social media platform, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all everything out there. And then my podcast is the More Than Social Podcast with Lisa Ann, which you can find on any social media platform as well as any podcast platform. Thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate taking the time of your day to really dive in deep into all our topics. Truly, you, you're a rock star. So thank you for taking the time of your day to come on my show and not only share it with myself, but my entire audience. I appreciate you. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and su- subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Lisa Ann did today to talk about what you're up to in your business, talk about the podcast, wins, challenges, all that kind of stuff, please go to top100interview.com and you guys go check out Lisa Ann, okay? Take care, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, 
download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.